Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everyone, Katie and I just wanted to pop on here quick and first off just say thank you so much for supporting us and listening to us. If you're listening on Spotify, please make sure that you're following us. You can do that by going to our show page and hitting the green follow button. That way our new episodes will always show up on your homepage so you never miss a new episode. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please make sure that you're subscribed over there and while you're there, leave us a rating and review. And you can also check out all of our episodes on our YouTube channel and you can also catch our exclusive video only pre show there. Make sure that you're subscribed to that channel and that you hit the notification bell so you get notified whenever new episodes go up every single week. Thank you guys again so much for supporting Popcorn Chats and Katie and I. We appreciate each and every one of you more than you know. Buckle up because it's gonna be a long ride. It's gonna be a wild ride. Nobody cares but we're gonna tell you anyways. This is Popcorn Chats. That's all you shot. Alrighty. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Popcorn Chats. I'm McKay. And I'm Katie. And we are back with one of our favorite series on the pod, the Cringe Series. Hey! We haven't had, I will say, a good cringy movie in a while. Because we've had some really just like straight up horror cringe. Yeah, well, I would say Kissing Booth is Horror. our most recent one, and that was trash. Yeah. But last February, we had some good ones because we we enjoyed To All the Boys. Oh, we did. And then we did Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades cringe. is enjoyable And fuck. we love that shit. So yeah. we're back with another enjoyable one. Uh, with After We Fell, the third installment in the After series, following the third book, and with a fourth movie coming out. And I believe there's some sort of like spinoff movie or two movie deal that's supposed to happen after these. I don't really know. We'll get into all that jazz. Before we jump into the movie today, check in. Katie, how are things going? Do you want to start? I'm fine. (laughs) When you're listening to this episode on Thursday, if you listen on Thursday, we will have just seen Harry Styles the night before. Knock on fucking wood. So exciting. My outfit is fire. I can't wait to wear it. I'm just really looking forward to that concert. Your outfit is fire, bitch. Thank you. It's been a long time in the making. Like, we've been thinking about this concert for, like, two years now. So, just thank God. It's actually happening. Yeah. Halloween weekend was just this past weekend. Had some highs. Had some lows. What were the lows? (laughs) The random man outside that porta potty. Oh. I was told I was the most disgusting thing this man has ever seen. And I'm like, well, judging by you, I think you've seen worse things than me. But pop off, sir. He's rotted. <laughs> he was rotted. You didn't even see him, but he was fucking rotted. Michaela, you are a beautiful So, creature. I mean, I was wearing great. my bald cap. <laughs> so, even then, you looked great. Um, It was a fun night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made some bad choices, but overall, the night was fun. So, yeah. yeah. I've still gotten wet. I hope we haven't gotten a text about who broke <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We've gotten away with a crime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing just average. So, yeah. This is the time of year that we thrive, and mm-hmm. I feel like we have had a lot of good fall times. This mm-hmm. year, we had Spring Awakening. Mm-hmm. 
We had a fun Halloween. We had mm-hmm. amazing costumes, I feel like. I feel like, too. We were Timmy and Pete Davidson from that SNL sketch. And mm-hmm. guys, blow that shit up on TikTok. Phenomenal. I feel like it's not getting the recognition it deserves. It only has like 200 something. I'm so. telling you, my fucking algorithms are off, man. Yeah. Rotted. Yeah, it was so much fun. I loved our costumes. And then now we have Harry coming up. Uh-huh. Finally, we will be filming during that. I'm going to make another YouTube video for that experience. Mm-hmm. So really looking forward to that. And then we have Akila's birthday mm-hmm. this coming weekend. It's a bald party. Huzzah! And that's going to also be a fun, hilarity, girly time. Mm-hmm. I still have my tattoos on from the weekend, but that's all right. I love Because it's making me really want to get, like, an actual tattoo. I wouldn't actually get this one because it's just, like, a skeleton wearing a top hat, which I think is cute. But mm-hmm. um, I just don't like how it's, like, solid black on the hat. But I, I am really feeling like I want to get a tattoo quite soon. And I've been saving some on Pinterest. And what else is going on with me? I guess just a little update since I did talk about this on the podcast. And I appreciate everyone who has, like, reached out to me and been supportive about um my coming out situation and just like everybody accepting me and my parents kind of struggling with it this past weekend halloween weekend michaela met my mm-hmm. special girly friend which was a super so fun. fun time mm-hmm. and a big moment for us as wives <laughs> as work wives as work wives <laughs> And my parents also met her this weekend, which was unplanned, but we just rolled with the punches and things are going well now in that department and everything is approaching a happy resolution. So mm-hmm. just a message to all you girlies out there. It does get better and things do work out and it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. I just really love this time of year. I love the weather. I love all the outfits that I've been wearing. I just feel like I'm really killing it with my looks this mm-hmm. fall. I really love that jacket. Thanks, me. That too. jacket is very cute. Mm-hmm. And applying for jobs and getting rejected, but it's fine. <laughs> Keep your head up. Straight vibes. Totally. I loved. <laughs> oh, my chicken nuggets. The nuggies. My tofu nuggets. I'm still a vegetarian, everyone. After we fell, third movie. I would say I had pretty low to moderate expectations of it because if you have listened before to the pod especially to the cringe series I have read the books Katie has not and I loved the books I read them back in 2018 after I saw the first movie and I was like this shit is so addictive it was like my first ever romance series that I had ever read and I truly will never bash those books because they are what got me into reading romance. So, and that has obviously brought me a lot of new things into my life. So never gonna bash them. However, I did reread the third book in anticipation for this film for my YouTube channel to vlog it. I will just say the book didn't hold up over time for me. I think I've just read much better things in the time that I have, in the time that I first read them. And I feel like with the movies as well, the movie pretty much took the book and just threw it out, which honestly I'm not I I don't know we'll get into that more but I haven't had the highest of expectations because the second movie I did not really like no I did not really like the second one I thought it was fine but I don't know the second one wasn't the best so I kind of had you know I liked the first movie 
I didn't really like the second, so I was like, this is, it's either gonna go one of two ways. And I have to say, I was pleasantly surprised. I thoroughly enjoyed this one. I think for me personally, not having read the books and not really knowing much about this franchise going in, obviously I know now that it's like Harry Styles fan fiction, but that's like not really even in my thought uh-uh. mind when I'm consuming these films anymore. It's not in mine either. It really never was. I think they've progressively gotten better and more enjoyable. For me. Interesting. Personally. Okay. And that's from like an outsider, non-reader perspective. Mm-hmm. Do well, you I think it's because you're comparing it to the books? No, because the second book is my favorite book. But that's probably why you didn't like the movie. It was because it was botched. I don't know. It did in a way, because they really like did not follow the book almost at all in this movie. There were like very loose ties to it. So that did kind of just changed my viewing experience of it because I wasn't just experiencing the story as it goes. I was looking at it like, oh, they're not even going with that. Or like they didn't even touch on that or they're changing this. So that's always in the back of my head. Yeah. I don't think being a fan of the books has like clouded my judgment of the movies. No, but like you're holding them to a different standard and you're going in with different expectations. Whereas I'm just kind of like along for the ride. I want to see some toxic shit and Mm -hmm. some sex and I'll be satisfied. Okay. You know what? You can't even say that you want to see some toxic shit because in the last episode, which you also titled our on-screen toxic relationships bad, which I'm like, that's the worst fucking title for this because I'm living for this shit and it's not bad. And I hate, I saw this TikTok the other day of this girl talking about like rom-com couples who shouldn't have ended up together. And her reasoning for every single one, unhealthy, toxic, unhealthy, bad communication. And I'm like, where's the fun in watching two people have great conflict resolution skills, healthy communication, and a healthy dynamic? Literally nothing. I don't want to see a healthy couple on my TV. Where's the fun in that? I've had a change of heart. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Because I love watching the toxicity, knowing that it's like, I'm not watching this to model my life after. Yeah. So I don't feel like it's a bad thing to show these two people fucking and fighting all the time. I agree. Okay. I Interesting. Have, what I made have, you change? Like, what brought on that change of heart? I don't know. I've gone through a lot of changes recently. <laughs> and I think I just don't really give a fuck about straight people anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> if they want to be toxic, that's fine. You know, whatever. I'm di- I think I'm just a little bit more loosey-goosey carefree, and I don't really have, like, a stick up my ass anymore in that department. If it sure were content much. made for kids, like, Kissing Booth is different because it's like, who is the audience for this? Mm-hmm. They don't even know. Yeah. Who cares? People are going to do what they're going to do, mm-hmm. media aside. Mm-hmm. Like, if this was on Disney Channel, obviously we'd be needing to see some different content, but these books our new adult, they're 18 plus. And obviously is that going to stop teenagers, like 16, 17 year olds from reading them? No. Is it going to stop them from watching the movie even though it's rated R? No. But also they put the rating on it. They know mm-hmm. that it's intended for people 18 and over. So if it gets below, like that's not on then the director and the writers and the people who create these like toxic situations. I don't feel like that's on them to police then if younger people are watching it. That's on like people's parents or yeah. movie theaters for letting p- kids in, you know? Yeah. And you're so right about, like, like it's fun every once in a while to be like, well, that's not realistic or whatever. But it's like, okay, well, like, you're coming about Pretty Little Liars a couple episodes ago where it's like, when are they ever in school? It's like, okay, well, what we don't want to see people going to class. Like, no. that's just stupid. If you do really think about it, it's like, I don't care to see a healthy relationship in a movie. Maybe in a show, like, you could have the healthy relationship couple. Mm -hmm. Media and content and stories needs 
drama. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I've had a change of heart. It just depends on the content. Like, obviously, if this were being nominated for Oscars and fucking awards, we would be viewing it with a different lens. But to be honest, like, it's enjoyable if you just go into it Trying to have a good time. Trying to have a good time. Mm -hmm. What's the big fucking deal? Mm -hmm. If I could talk to past Katie, I would say, girl, I think you got some of your own issues going on. And you (laughs) need to just let these people live. (laughs) I just want to watch people live a life that I won't live. Uh So, and like this relationship is a perfect example of it. I'm Mm -hmm. never going to meet a brooding asshole British man in college who's going to make a bet with his friends to steal my virginity and then also I don't know I'm never that's not gonna be my life and I want to watch two people fight and fuck over and over and over again yeah because it's a good fucking time I feel like this movie especially understood the assignment with that Mm -hmm. like they fought they made up they fought, they made up. Yeah. Like, it's very much, like, in the books in that sense, where they're constantly getting in an argument. As soon as they go, they're good, they fight again, and then they make up. Yeah, but it doesn't feel repetitive. No. Because the sex scenes are, like, very dynamic. They're always in different scenarios, always kind of fun, mm-hmm. always a little bit like, are they going to get caught doing it somewhere they're not supposed to be? They're always kind of, like, pushing the boundaries mm-hmm. with each other. And they also, like, call out, Like, Tessa, at one point, I remember in this movie, she was like, can't we just be good for, like, two seconds? Mm -hmm. Because Harden kind of, like, makes them fight again. And it's like, is that what your relationship needs to, Mm -hmm. like, survive? Is it only fun when it's, like, toxic or exciting when it's, like, toxic and you guys have something to fight over? But then it's cool that... Yeah, and it's cool that you do see that Harden genuinely does have an issue. Like, he's having nightmares about Tessa cheating on him. Like, he seriously has these fears. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, partially that, but then you do question, you know, is their relationship ever gonna just be normal? And that's what keeps us hanging on, because part of us, too, is like, no, we don't want it to be normal. Mm -hmm. Are we the pro? Are we the drama? I think we're the drama. (laughs) I really like, this is all over the place already and I'm sorry, but I really liked at the beginning how we just jumped right into he already, she had already told him about Seattle. Seattle. Mm -hmm. I liked how we didn't have to wait for that to happen or like she wasn't tiptoeing around it, around him. I'm like the, I like that we got to skip over that scene because I didn't care about that. And then I liked at the end that they ended together and Mm -hmm. I think we can get more into the ending later, but yes. First, I really like the beginning and the ending of this. Agreed. First, should we kick it off with standout cringe star? Yeah. Who's your standout cringy star? I think the mom's pretty cringe. Harden's mom. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, obviously Tessa is cringe. Yeah. We've addressed it. Miss yeah. Langford, sit the fuck down. You've hit your peak. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of the adults in this are cringe. I agree. The girl from John Tucker Must Die mm-hmm. is Kimberly? also cringe. Yeah. It's just awkward. They don't fit. I don't like it when the adults are on screen weird with this Mm -hmm. relationship going on. And then they're all like super supportive of it. I'd almost rather them be like not supportive. Yeah, I think it'd be a little more fun. Yeah. Add another little extra layer because then that could be something that could really bond them together. Yeah, like everybody's out to get them. Yeah. But they're like, no, we want to make this work between us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Kimberly and Vance... Like, as a duo, they're very cringy. Yeah. With, like, how involved they are. And it's like, you just fucked in your boss's gym, and then, like, the next morning, and you're all just sitting around drinking coffee together, and then you're not going into work because your boyfriend's in town, like, and your boss is right there. I don't know. There's just a lot of things with, like, Tessa and Vance's work relationship that then makes things outside of it 
really weird. Like when she's getting drunk in their living room and then he shows up and it's like, Yeah, they're, they're having like phone sex. Yeah, right after she like, yeah, I don't know. They give her a bottle of wine. It's weird. Yeah. I agree. The adults are weird. And obviously it goes without saying that Tessa's cringe. But they all went clubbing together. Mm-hmm. And Tessa- Twice now. Because in the first movie, remember her and fucking Treadle yeah. went to the club. Yeah, and they were trying to get that guy to like sign a contract or whatever. Wow. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. But yeah, they all go clubbing together and Tessa's like slutty dancing for Harden, which I found to be a good scene. But not when your boss is there. Like that ruined it for me because I'm just like, girl, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Cut it. Mm-mm. It really did. Like, it made the scenes that I could have just been loosey-goosey enjoying more cringy. Agreed. Just their presence. Straight facts. I would much rather them be, like, hard-ass people and, like, strict with her or something, you know? And, like, we don't like this man. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. The adults are weird. No, I'd say Kimberly and Vance together as, like, a duo, I feel like, are really cringy. Also, the fact that they just, like, fully... He did not have an accent in the last movie, and they're, like, in this movie, you're British now. Okay. Yeah. And then... Because he's been fucking the mom and rubbed off on him. (laughs) Dirty talk in the bedroom. He just never left. And then, um, Tessa... I just feel like... The bitch can't act. No. Period. There are so many scenes that it could be so... Like, I get it. Part of it is the dialogue. I do understand. Part of... Some of the scenes, the dialogue is bad. Yeah. But I'd say the vast majority of the time, it's her delivery. Because even when you think back to Fifty Shades, dialogue cringes hell. But Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan pull it off. They're At least, like, decently well, you know? Some lines you just can't, like... The kinky what are fuckery you, one. Yeah, what are you supposed to do with that? Yeah, that, it's like, you can't help yourself Trap. with that. No one's going to sound good saying that out loud. Some of the stuff in here, I'm like, you could be better. Do you have a standout cringe scene? I think maybe just the club scene in general was cringy. And also maybe that's also because that's when my neighbor was like, turn it down. I have kids trying to sleep. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I hear your kids screaming all the time. I'm well aware you have kids. Do they we have also, a mute button? We also all like stare at me every time I come over there. I'll like look out the window why the fuck <laughs> they're weird because sometimes like we our parking spots are next to each other and sometimes they like say hi and other times i say hi to them and they all don't say anything <laughs> i don't the, i think the husband's off he's fucking weird i think the club scene was cringy you know what what about you or like memorably cringy there were a few moments that i just didn't appreciate like when harden and Tessa's dad were at the bar and they were like looking at pictures of Tessa together. That was weird. That was weird. Like, I don't know who would do that. That's just very strange. And Especially because the dad was looking at him like kind of oddly. Yeah. I don't know. Not yeah. as odd as Timmy's mom and Dune, but like weird. Yeah. Still weird vibes. And then also when they were fucking in the gym, I thought that was hot. But then when he's like, look at us in the mirror, I was like, oh. Because if somebody told me to do that, I'd be like, okay, you just ruined everything for me because mm-hmm. I don't want to see myself. And then... <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, when Landon, like, found her swimsuit bottoms in the pool and he was just like, oh, haha. Like, I don't like that when everybody's just involved in their, like, weird sex schemes. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if I... If it were, like, my sister, I'd be like, bitch, you're rotted. Go pick that up. We're at a family vacation and you just, like... You fucked in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. You're rotted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, thanks a lot. Now I'm not going to go in the hot tub the rest of this trip. Mm-hmm. But I just find that awkward. Like, I feel like Kissing Booth is like that too. Or it's just like, oh, they're going off together. They're like, that's so fun and cute and flirty. No, that's your brother. No, not the vibe. Should I just say that when we pulled up the movie to rent on Amazon, it is 
the perfect length. Other movies take notes. It's an hour and 35 minutes long. And that is, they, they, they really just knew that the girlies could not sit through another like two and a half hour movie. We've sat through so many long ass movies lately and they really just did us a favor. Mm-hmm. There was no point where we paused it. And we saw that we had like an hour left and we were like, I'm actually going to go sit in the road. <laughs> <laughs> On 151. Yeah. Yeah, no, this this was the perfect link. It was very enjoyable. Soundtrack also, shout out, bomb. The Loved soundtracks it. are bobs. They are. They it's get always good these types of movies like YA and new adult mm-hmm. movies. Great. And I saw one where a review where someone was like, B-list pop songs. And I'm like, but I don't want to hear all of the like radio hits in a movie because then I feel like that really dates it. Yeah. Where if you just have like more low-key bops in it, yeah. it makes things better. Because then when you hear that song, you think of the movie and that's the exactly. whole point of a fucking soundtrack, you uncultured dumbass bitch. But also the Frey song at the end, uh, uh-huh. I was deceased mm-hmm. when it started. The ending was just so powerful to me because I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming. I had no I accidentally prior spoiled it. Well, it's okay. I felt bad. No, it's okay. But yeah, I just really appreciated the ending and I thought that song really brought it together. And Michaela told me that that is kind of like a callback to the books, which mm-hmm. I also appreciate. Mm-hmm. That's from like fucking 2007. Yeah, like, it's a old song. <laughs> they used to play that song in One Tree Hill, I remember. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not it's mad fine. about it at all. Mm-hmm. And love the soundtrack. Just love like the cinematography and the vibes. These are just like very comforting movies. And That's like what I'm saying. their apartment is such like a vibe. Obviously mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, who would be able to live in that? But also like he doesn't want to take care handouts but it's like his whole life is a handout and like he wouldn't be able to be living the life that he's living if he wasn't rich so yeah i don't know i love their apartment i just love the vibes of her like office building and everything too just also lux and bougie and boss babe you know what i just thought about when you said like if he wasn't rich can you imagine him working at like a subway Welcome to Subway, Blanca. I thought you said he wanted this shit toasted. <laughs> He'd be horrible. But also, that'd be so funny. Yeah. I could see him working at one of those, like, Verizon kiosks at the mall. <laughs> oh, my God. Selling, like, the glittery... <laughs> the phone and all. Selling the glittery phone case. <laughs> I agree. That apartment is so nice. And once again, is it realistic? No. But also, I love seeing this bougie-ass apartment. Because you know what I had in my apartment in college mice (laughs) i love seeing the fact that these people have these beautiful homes these beautiful places to live and then when they go to seattle and they're staying with kimberly and vance i I mean mean, come on beautiful yeah and i want to see that i don't want to see them like slumming it in the kind of like college apartment that i had no and they're going to these dynamic places too to stay they went to that cabin with his dad that was stunning when they drove away in that shot outside yeah and they went out to that restaurant that was fun yeah lillian that whole drama tea with and then robert the waiter robert yeah robert's hot yeah robert's real hot he can get it he, he can definitely get it. get it. And he tried to get it. But also, I just want to know once again, what is it about Tessa that attracts all of these fucking men? Like, I have Josephine Langford is beautiful. Oh, I'm not saying that. Stunning. But the personality of Tessa is like run of the mill. Paper bag. Yeah. Full she's bland. Potatoes. 
There's no substance. Yeah. Okay, here is my theory. And I brought this up during our viewing. Okay. I've decided to call it the Bridgerton concept. Yes. The Bridgerton concept, let me explain, is when a man and a woman start hanging out, flirting, dating, what have you, courting, the woman automatically becomes more desirable Mm -hmm. because she has a man who wants her, which is fucked up and problematic. And I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it is a concept that we see in Mm -hmm. film and sometimes in reality. I don't know if that's really true, but we see a lot in media. So let's just talk about media, not reality. Mm -hmm. The man is kind of like hands off because that's her man, her, Mm -hmm. you know, she's got claim on him and I don't want to ruffle feathers because girlies helping girlies. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm titling it the Bridgerton concept. We see it Mm -hmm. in Twilight. Mm -hmm. We see it in Fifty Shades. Mm -hmm. It just happens when a girl is in a relationship, especially with, like, a man who is very protective and jealous. I think also a lot of it has to do with Harden's character. You know, he is a protective and, like, possessive person over Tessa. And that is part of kind of what makes him a fun character to watch. And I think every girl, or not every girl, but some girls would like to have a man be kind of, like, jealous and protective over them and, like... Mm -hmm. Whatever. Obviously, it's a toxic situation, and I'm not talking about reality, but it's just fun. It's fun to think about. It's fun to think about a guy wanting to rip other guys' heads off for you. Facts. Sue me. Okay? Mm -hmm. Sue me. I said it. I said it. Mm -hmm. I support it. Thank you. I feel like I've just spoken my truth. (laughs) I'm glad you came out again. (laughs) You feel like what? I feel like I just came out again. Wow. (laughs) That's two moments for you in a row. (laughs) I do need to know that for this... Third and fourth film, because of COVID, they had to swap out some of the actors. And I think they had to cut out a lot of the actors. Because in the third book, a lot of the friends come back into play, which they completely cut out like a huge plot line, which I kind of want to talk about like the book and what they changed. But anyways, they swapped out four of the actors. And I will say that I think the best replacement of them all was Landon. This new Landon has tons of personality. He brings light to the screen. And I genuinely enjoyed watching him and Tessa interact Mm -hmm. or him interact with just anyone in general. Like he was just fun. Yeah. I really liked the new Landon. Cool. And then uh, the, 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 the Vance. Why the fuck didn't he just still have an American accent? Or he should have had a British accent in the second movie. Mm-hmm. Just completely swapped that out. And then Kimberly was swapped out. And uh, Tessa's mom was yep. swapped out. But, I mean, she was barely in it. So, whatever. Selma Blair. Selma Sashay. Blair. Away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sasha. Shantae. You know what I feel like got worse in this movie that was better, that was the best in the first, great in the second, and horrible in this one? Mm. Harden's hair. <gasps> yeah. Botched. <laughs> it was. It was the part. Yeah. He didn't have a part it in wasn't the other good. two. Yeah. And it was like way on one side. It kind of like looked like how he had it in Harry Potter. Harry Potter yeah. when he was Baby Baldy. Agreed. Trash. Also, I just have to call Katie out when we were watching this. She said, why do I love Harden more now that I'm gay? <laughs> But I think you're right. I feel like you did go through a transformation. So now you can appreciate him as this like toxic brooding jerk where before it was like you were just so yeah closed off from yeah. that possibility. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but yeah, <laughs> that is what, what happened. You know, 
just read one of the notes that I made and I completely forgot. <laughs> I have a note here from the first sex scene that they had when they were like in the bedroom with the ice cube. Oh. And you had said like, that's a strong cube. Cause it really <laughs> was like that cube went through a lot. Yeah. But then I remembered what I, how I would like to have seen the scene changed is because they're only in their bedroom and Tessa's father is passed out on the couch in the living room. <laughs> and what I would have liked to have seen is if they're like, if he's just about to like stick it in, you just hear, <laughs> myself on the couch, Tessie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tessie. I would have just loved to have heard that in the background of that scene. Yeah. I really think that would have made for some comedic gold. And there were so many times when we were going through this I literally have a tear. We were going through this movie and we were talking about how, you know, they make those parodies of other movies where they make them like really ridiculous. You could really go so far with this movie. Yeah. And just really make it a full-on comedy. Yeah. Yeah. That. And then just him walking in on his mom being fucked by Tessa's boss. <laughs> Fucking bats. <laughs> Fucking bats. <laughs> oh, my God. It's your wedding. <laughs> what about... What is his name? Is it Michael? What about Michael? Michael's botched. <laughs> he was botched. In her suit. Uh, yeah her just like crying in the mirror when she sees her fucking suit and he's like what did the dress look like and we're just like first of all bitch it ain't a dress in a fucking pantsuit pantsuit hillary clinton style (laughs) it was bad i love a pantsuit and that was a bad one (laughs) it was so much and she's just like crying probably because she's cheating I don't, yeah, the mo- I'm like, mom, I don't feel bad for you. I feel bad for him, but he needs to fix his hair. And I do feel bad for Kimberly at the end, actually, because she really is yeah. in, like, the worst position out of everyone else mm-hmm. because she's engaged and pregnant by this man who's now cheating on her. And, like, he supports her lifestyle. He is her boss, too. Yeah. So, like, he is her entire life. So she's in a yeah. bad spot. I hope she rises from the ashes in the subsequent films. I don't feel like we even really see, like, I don't really remember her even being that much in that fourth book. Well, maybe the film will be different because it has deviated from the books a lot Mm -hmm. so far. It has. Other note, they made a lot of Fifty Shades parallels, actually. The boat scene, a great callback to Fifty Shades. uh, I love a little wine on a fucking boat. No swimming, just, like, fall Mm -hmm. boat. I love it. Me too. The ice cube play and like the temperature play, again, another call. And the new Kimberly is also the, you may call me Mrs. Gray lady that got scolded. Yeah. So yeah, lots of Fifty Shades references, which I'm fine with. I mean, both fanfics. So pull out all the stops. We love to see it. Um, Harden, definitely. Okay. Now you can't take full credit for Tessa's job and the work that she does. However, he, although, ooh, (laughs) He, no, I think he did because she like got the interview, but he was like, well, I can call Vaz for her. When he was like, do you really think you'd have this kind of job on your own? You're a freshman in college. Yeah. You're getting moved to a new city with this job. You have an office, you have benefits, you have like this salary paying job. 
he has a fucking point. Yeah, and I'm glad they brought that up. Yeah. Because- And I don't care that it was mean of him to say. No, because he's not wrong. He isn't. And once again- she knows that. Yeah. And once again, would I rather see her being like a tutor? No, this is way more fun. Yes. However, unrealistic. And Katie, what were some of your college jobs? I delivered pizza- for Papa John's. I was a hostess at a restaurant. Really? At Doolittle's. Oh, yeah. I worked at H&M. Shout out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back at it again. And I worked for the city as a camp counselor mm-hmm. and event supervisor. Nothing fancy. I wasn't mm-hmm. getting put up in hotels or nothing. That's mm-hmm. for damn sure, honey. Mm-hmm. What were some of yours? Scrubbing toilets? <laughs> no. I worked at Family Video. Oh, straight vibes. RIP. Um, I was a, an event planner on campus for two years, which that was like a great job. But once again, not as bougie. Right. Just as fun, but not as bougie. Senior year, I was a tutor for communications and like a tech assistant. I don't know jack shit about tech, but they needed more people and I needed more hours because I only ever had like two communication students that needed tutoring. And I don't know how I thought that I was good enough to tutor people because I'm just not. (laughs) But I got paid for that. I'm glad that he's not like, you did this on your own. You know, that shit would make me bomb. Mm -hmm. I prefer this over like some of the stuff we see in these types of films, like where Christian is like, no, you deserve to be at this publishing company. Or he Mm -hmm. didn't get her that job, I guess. But I don't know. I think he kind of did. Yeah, whatever. I just think that I appreciated that moment that you're talking about where he was like, you wouldn't have this job without me. But I think it's a little dumb that he like doesn't want to move to Seattle with her when he's the one who got her the job in the first place. It's like, well, what was your plan then? Well, and also you don't have anything to do there, buddy. But you ain't got nobody to do back at home. Whatever. There was a club scene that when it first came on, Katie and I were both just casually viewing the screen. And then a bald little man popped up in the corner. And Katie and I... (laughs) No, you, I about shit my pants. And I was like, how the fuck did they get Jeffrey Bezos in this movie? They found his doppelganger. If it's not him, it's his doppelganger. Yeah, and put him in the movie. Or they just happened to be at some sort of event and they just filmed it. Filmed it. It was wild. We looked it up right away. We were like... Jeff Bezos, after we fell, nothing came up, but no. we're convinced. But we're convinced that it was Jeffrey. I'm looking Um, up. I think he's maybe fallen on some hard times. Maybe his spaceship broke. <laughs> so Wapad Studios was like, do you want to make a cameo? And he decided to do it for the funds. Yeah, that just had me screaming. <laughs> There's no way that if it's not him, that it wasn't like a coincidence. They yeah, were like, they we need to find the most Jeff Bezos ass looking man ever. Or some guy showed up to like the extra call and they're like, damn, he looks like Jeff Bezos. Let's throw him in. Yeah. A hundred percent. Sarah Fear was in this. Sarah Fear was also in this. For two seconds. Yeah. It's like, use her more. So here's my thing then. So how she and Landon, if she's playing Nora, I know there are two spinoff books following Landon in New York. So I'm wondering if she's like the other person in those books. Maybe. I don't know. She was promoting this film like really hard on her social media, but it's like, honey, you're in it for like not even two minutes. Yeah. Why are you going so hard for it? I wonder how much she got paid. I was going to say, if they paid me to post about it a lot, I would catch me all the time. They probably knew like, 
think she's going to be in this big Netflix series, so let's just throw her in so that she can sign a contract saying she has to promote it. Yeah. They were smart. I have something to ask. Have you ever fucked in a hot tub? No, I have not. I haven't. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't either. Really? I don't have a desire to. I don't either, but I would just like to say a PSA. I've been like fully fucked. Okay. But I have done things in hot tubs. Also, Glee scared me a little bit about hot tubs because sperm does swim faster in warm water. So I was scared of getting preggers. Yikes. But avoided that, obviously. And UTI waiting to happen, period. Don't do things in hot tubs because chlorinated water is not supposed to be in your vajay. Well, and also water isn't lube. So like no. that shit dries it out. It dries. That condom for them was probably oh, like sandpaper. Oh, ouchie. And she left her bottoms in there. How do you just get out of a hot tub with no fucking underwear on? Like things on your butt. (sighs) Silly girly. What are your questions? She is trash. She is. First, I just want a quick note for any of the people who read the book. They really threw out so many things and changed so many things. Like Harden completely sabotages Tessa's move to Seattle. Yeah. He didn't do that at all in this. There's a whole entire plot point of Tessa going back to school for going away party that her friends host, like Molly and whatever, uh, what was her, Steph, and like all of those people that they all host. And then some of them drug Tessa and try to like record things and then like send it to Harden. And then Zed, who's like not even in the, he was in the first two movies, but he's like, was barely a thing. Then like he comes in and like swoops in and rescues her. And then Harden has like nightmares about like her and him together, not like her and Robert together. The whole thing with Lillian was completely different. Like, yeah, they're childhood friends, but like she was way a bigger part of things. There are a lot, a lot of differences. We also don't know about Tessa's fertility issues in this one. We don't get into that until the fourth movie. And the cliffhanger on this one, or it's not even a cliffhanger. There is a huge cliffhanger. Or no, it ends on, oh yeah, because you don't find that out. So actually I'll be interested to see if they do what they do in the fourth movie. I don't know, because they seem to be kind of like shying away from some of the like harder, darker things in the books. But at least the ending, like they kept that with Vance being his dad. Yeah, so I really loved that because at the end of the second film, things are kind of rocky. And same with at the end of the first film, things are a little rocky. Like they're together or they like are with each other, but things are just kind of rocky where they left off. Or they're hiding things from each other. Right. Whereas in this third one, I just really loved that moment where they separate and kind of talk about things and they both find out the truth at the same time but from different people Mm -hmm. and it's like in that moment they know I need you like fuck everybody else I just want and need you in this moment right now and I thought it was quite beautiful and then don't let me go that song was perfect for that moment it was and I just loved the ending of this film being like okay they need each other they're gonna lean on each other he's coming to Seattle to live with her cute fucking vibes they are Mm -hmm. a Seattle couple they are they're so like broody and serious and emotional and fighty and fucky and oh yeah I'm ready Seattle's gonna be their place I'm ready for it yay Actually, I say that. <laughs> Did you see the twist coming with Harden with the dad reveal? Um, I kind of had a feeling, and you did spoil it for me. So, well, I spoiled it like literally two minutes before it was revealed. <laughs> yeah, but like you had a feeling. Yeah, like, I had a feeling that maybe that was his dad. Interesting. When they were fucking, I was oh, like, oh, is the that mom his dad? and the dad. Okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I didn't have an inkling before. Well, then, but then looking he was back, like, at you want to know. 
And the mom's like, no, don't bounce. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. So I think it was pretty obvious at that point. But yeah, like when they were having that conversation in his gym or whatever, I should have known then, but I didn't. I was just kind of taking that as like their weirdly close relationship. I liked that they kept the, like all of those scenes, like the gym scene that's like in the book and that's a hot scene in the book. So I'm glad that they kept that in. But you're right. Like when he was like, watch us. If a man said that to me, absolutely not. I'd be like, I literally don't want to see me. I feel like that's a man thing. To, like, yeah. want to watch yourself. Yeah, it definitely is. I have been asked, like, we should be recording this. And it's like, should we, though? I don't want to watch that. But I don't think we should be. Because I don't think we look as good as you think we do. Agreed. I think we look. Like, like that good. post-nut clarity, if you were to go back and look at that. Mm-hmm. I think men in the moment think that they are like Vin Diesel or some like sex god. Yeah. And in like, their minds, they're like, you're the hottest bitch in the world. But it's like... Actually, I'm a beach whale. <laughs> Honestly, I'm below fucking average. So can we? I'm not a solid do four that? and a half, and you are a six at best. Yeah. So can we not? The only man that could ever pull that with me would be Jason Momoa. He could say whatever if he wanted to. I'd be like, Jason, we're gonna I will stream this into the Times Square for the ball drop. Fuck. <laughs> I'd be like, like, anything for you, Jason. (laughs) And I don't care for these that they're deviating from the books because I honestly don't care enough about that for them to be like super accurate. I more care about that when it's like fantasy or dystopian worlds. I'm like, I want those to be very realistic or not real. Not realistic. True to the book. True to the book. Source material. This, I don't really care. Yeah. Just have fun. Yeah. Have fun. We're all just here for a good time. Straight vibes. And I think they know the assignment. What, Like, yeah, there are a lot of readers who are coming from reading the books to watch these films. But then I think there's also a lot of people who are just, like, watching it because it's a good, fun time. Yeah. People do like movies like this. Mm -hmm. Me being one of those people. So. You've really changed your tune since the first one. Because even, like, the first movie, you didn't even like it. No. Like, at all. But now I'm, like, ready to do a marathon. <laughs> Some rainy day, I'm just ready to watch all three of them. That would be a vibe, wouldn't it? <gasps> you know what we need to watch this November, Michaela. Um, 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 um. Yes, but also, if I stay. <gasps> That's such a fall movie. Can we please yes. watch it someday? I own it. We need to watch that. I, yes. Ooh. I love that movie. Cute. So good. I, yes. I haven't seen that literally, I don't think, since I saw it in theaters back in 2014. Oh my god, so good. I think we already know this, but your ranking of the movies? I need to go back and reassess with my new uh, line of sight now, yeah. but I just, I enjoyed this one. I think 3-2-1 probably. 3-2-1 for you? I think 1-3-2. I just still think there's something like about the first one, the way that it's shot. I really like it, and I love the soundtrack, which I think really helps it. But yeah, thinking back now, I think for me it's three one two because I don't really like Trevor. I don't like Trevor either, and I just don't like the Sprouses in yeah. general. Like no shade, no tea. They're just like not my favorites, and like he's literally nothing how I pictured Trevor in the book. Like I think he is the most far off from how I pictured a character in the book that I can't wrap my brain around him being like this sexy finance guy because he's just so not to me. Yikes! But I do love that fight in the hotel when she throws like a roll at him yeah. from a cart and is like no, fuck you yeah. yeah yeah I do love that fight and why is this your favorite one do you think it's because of your renewed lens or the material 
I think a lot of it is my renewed lens. You know, we talk a lot about, especially in something like this, where it's not all that serious. It's not that deep. Mm -hmm. We have a prior knowledge of the characters going into it. We have this like established pattern that they go through where they fight. And I just was, I had my expectations managed Mm -hmm. and I was ready to see fighting then sex and fighting then sex. And Mm -hmm. I got what I went into it thinking about. And I liked how they kept it fresh and fun. Like Mm -hmm. it didn't, like I said earlier, seem repetitive. Agreed. So I can't necessarily pin it down, but yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with my renewed lens and just trying to view films for what they're meant to be. If you look at this film with a critical lens, you're never going to enjoy it. Right. You need to just go into it trying to have a fun time. Right. I do wish that we would have done a reaction to this because Katie and I is in the moment comments Mm -hmm. had us really going. We do need to do more live reactions. Like those are just even during Dune with like a not funny movie. Yeah. We found a way to make enjoyable. Thinking back on that, I literally can't remember a single thing about it. I feel like I'm Name I blacked out. That the mom gave Timmy a weird look when he took his shirt <laughs> off. The worm came out of the ground. <laughs> After Ever Happy, I'm assuming should be out next year because they filmed them back to back. Yeah, but so maybe just have it come out at Christmas time, give the people what they want. Release it like next month. Yeah. Maybe Nora and Lillian can get together and we get more Kiana gay content. I don't know. Straight vibes. <laughs> Although I don't think Anna Todd wrote a single gay character in these books. Mm. <laughs> Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure no. Because even T- Steph and Tristan, Tristan was a dude. Yeah. And like Pia Mia made him a girl in the movies. <sighs> Do you have anything oh, else? I literally don't. I'm sorry. There's no need to apologize. I don't have anything either. I had a good time. I loved me and too. I revoke my prior statements about being such a hard ass on these movies before. Just enjoy. Live, laugh, love. I've been watching all seasons of America's Next Time Model and in this one challenge they had to do this dance and like tell their story and this one girl gets up there dead ass serious. And this is from like 2008. So granted it was the time. But at the end, so she's talking about how she struggled in her childhood and struggled in like an abusive relationship at the end and she's like, and now all I do is live, love, and laugh. (laughs) When I tell you I busted out on my couch. Is that all you do? You don't eat? I gotta pull up the dance. I gotta pull it up and show you. Wait, they have to do a dance? Yeah, but it's more like they're like, they're like kind of standing there and like showing the body paint that they did. It's hard to explain. I'll show it to you. But at the end when she did that and then the editors did her so dirty because then they like panned the audience and it's just quiet. (laughs) I, I'm gonna find it. We're gonna watch it. Poor girl. Poor uh, girl. Anyways, that's it for this week. What is. We don't have anything. We might need to do a drunk Disney. Literally liars. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should do a Hannah Montana movie drunk. Oh my god. Icon. She's an icon. She's a legend. Yeah, let's do that. Cool. Oh no. Spence. Oh no, that's on the 11th. Oh. Oh no. no. Oh. oh. No, wait. Yeah? <laughs> no, Spencer is next. Oh, because this is going out this Thursday. Oh, but when does Spencer come out? Does that come out this weekend? I think it comes out the third. Okay, next time Spencer. to Spencer probably. But then we need to pre-record because then I'll be in Disney. So then I'll slot in drunk Disney. Amazing. Hannah Fun content coming up as Hannah. usual. 
Do we have to go to the theater for Spencer? We do. Okay. <laughs> Michaela had me fucking dying laughing. Can I just tell this story from Halloween night really fast? Um, <laughs> so Michaela, wore, she was Pete Davidson from that sketch. So she was wearing all orange sweatshirt and sweatpants. And then she, and her wig was uncomfy. So she kept <laughs> And she just had her bald cap on. And she's, uh, well, first of all, we're at, we're getting ready. And John, our friend, he's like, are you, or are you Kyle from fucking South Park? (laughs) No. Or not Kyle. One of the South Park kids. (laughs) We're leaving our pregame and Michaela goes, I look like the fucking villain from Despicable Me. And I literally almost shit myself. (laughs) the funniest thing I've literally ever heard. I did, though. You did. You looked like Vector. <laughs> and then the guy at the nitty. Yeah, okay, so then Michaela and I, we looked like prisoners. We looked like lesbian prisoners because we had all these tabs and Michaela looked like she was in a jumpsuit and I was like, we look like we're trying to do Orange is the New Black. And but then- like... Ten years too late. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not 2016 anymore, ladies. Get with the program. We're leaving the nitty-gritty in some prairie, and some guy goes, is she a prisoner? And the other guy goes, no, dummy. She's orange as a new black. <laughs> and when I tell you, I just wanted to kill myself. <laughs> That was just the highlight of the night. But then people did know who we were. Like, we kept getting asked to do the skit. Yeah. With Skirt, Skirt, Skit. Yeah. And it was an overall good time. If you guys haven't seen the it was. TikToks, you better go look at, at Popcorn. And I loved our costume. I loved that it was a fun costume. I loved that it was a comfy costume because we had been drinking and stuff during the day that by the time the night rolled around, if I would have had to have tried to, like, squeeze myself into something cute mm-hmm. and, like cold and constricting it would have been a bad vibe yeah bad vibes so i'm glad we did what we did but yeah i'm grad too i'm grad too yeah grad too congrats grad i'm just full of grad (laughs) i'm full of grad (laughs) don't get mad get grad (laughs) all right girlies see you next week for Kristen Stewart literally lilas yeah say literally lilas (laughs) we need to make that an audio outro (laughs) where it just says harmony harmonizing okay let's try to harmonize three I don't know how to do that (laughs) okay no I'll I'll match you ready literally lilas (laughs) (laughs) shut it down sign us Someone literally sign us. <laughs> literally. <laughs>